Hello. Sometimes you're so loud, I feel like you're inside of my head. I got to find a way to use that in an outtake. Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I am your host, Modingo, and with me, with a huge jug of water, which he's almost completed today, is Ori Bro Cookie. What's up, man? <laughs> Dude, I'm bashing <laughs> Oreo cookie right now. I would eat you it. You seen those thin ones? I think mm. that's total garbage, man. Yeah, who wants a thin a ripoff? One? Yeah, I want a whole damn cookie. Have you have you tried those, Jenna? Yeah, it's a ripoff. It is? Yeah, they're gross. It's Jenny, like, we're oh, going to put you somewhere else, because Mo's going to break his neck. Fat-free. Fat-free. They're fat-free and like. thin? No, that's just what it feels like. Okay. Like, don't try to jip me. Yeah. If I'm going to eat an Oreo, I want a damn Oreo. I don't want one Oreo. Who eats one Oreo? Mo? Nah, bro. You ate one piece of brisket today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm a little <laughs> under the weather. Um, it's snowing here, and my wife is sick, and I think she got me sick, too, so. The hell? That's why I'm drinking tea and not some delicious beer like we normally do here. Yeah, I won't do that in front of you. <laughs> it's I'm all about, good, I'm man. about to send Jenna to get us some coffee anyways. Yeah. From? Warehouse. Never mind. You know what? Screw you, Warehouse. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> warehouse 4. Best coffee in town. We're still waiting for that sponsorship call. Yeah. What up? Um, please continue to leave us written reviews on iTunes, and don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. We actually got another listener. I, I was checking before I came over here. Or, sorry, viewer. Oh, we at 70? So we're up to 70 now. Sweet. And I just got that new Mac. Uh, what's that thing called, Jenna? Just a desktop. A the Mac desktop. iMac iMac. Yeah. Yep, I got that up, and I got to get Did you edit that. the last video yet? No, I'm okay. going to do it today. Okay. So, is that okay? Yeah. No, I just, because I, I know you, you were waiting you to yelling get at me? No, now? I know you were waiting to dive into it, because <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I got no, this, I, I need to start Yeah, I want to see it's like, it's set up, I just want to see kind of how it works, and, mm-hmm. and if it does streamline the process at all, um, where I don't have to, you know, record it, export it, or record it, edit it, export it, mm-hmm. upload it. And then hopefully it works. <laughs> so if any of you guys out there are video uh, freaks, you can help us out. Please drop us a DM. Oh, or you can just come in and do it. Well, that too. Yeah. We'll give you beer. And Oh, yeah. Anybody? Yeah. I'll pay for the beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If any of you can edit, edit audio or video, we will definitely pay you in beer and what else? Food. Beer and food. Yeah. I mean, totally. What else do you need? That's it. Brisket and beer. Shit. We did want to take a moment to read a comment from one of our listeners, Rick Terry, a.k.a. The Journey of Rick. He had posted a screenshot of our of our logo and put it on his Instagram, mm-hmm. and he just wrote a pretty decent message on there. It says, when I started CrossFit last year, I came across this podcast. I wanted to share it with my friends and try to get everyone hip to what is happening in this corner of the podcast world. If you're looking for some healthy perspective, damn good funny one-liners, and discussions that can be carried into CrossFit or any other sport, team, culture, business. Take a listen. Not sure where to start? Question mark. Try episode 6, 11, 23, and 46. And that's from Rick Terry, a.k.a. The Journey of Rick. And um, it's pretty cool. We appreciate that, man. That's really cool. Like, for a couple reasons. One, he had just started CrossFit, and he's seen – he – somehow discovered ours and yeah. started listening and it helped guide him into that comfortable. First, yeah. I mean, when you first start CrossFit, there's a lot going on and 
you don't know what to expect. You don't know what's right. You don't. We were just talking about, you know, off the mic. Mm-hmm. What's right? What's wrong? Yeah. If you don't know, you, you only don't know what's know. in front of you. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of cool that um, he's able to use some of that stuff that we talk about, and I'm glad that he does see things that we say can be applied to more than CrossFit. And, and that's fitness. the that's the part that I really thought was cool is that he picked up on what we're trying to throw down in that respect. Like, yeah, everything that we talk about mainly revolves around the fitness world, but you can take a lot of the things that we try and. Uh, give our opinions about and use them in multiple avenues of life. So. Including our one-liners. <laughs> <laughs> they may not be safe for work, though. Especially in the episodes <laughs> two, <laughs> what were the, the beginning. earlier episodes. Yeah, definitely not safe for work. The first ones before Gina put us on uh, probation. Dang it, Gina. <laughs> but we tried our best, Gina, so thank you. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't see what's on the cutting room floor. No. <laughs> <laughs> so today's episode... You, this this wasn't super late. It was in the evening, and you sent us a screenshot. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> it was in the evening. You sent you sent a. We have a group chat that we kind of talk through pretty almost every day, multiple times a day. And Bro sent a screenshot, and it was talking about programming. Yes. So for a while, I've had an issue, shockingly. Mm-hmm. With. <laughs> <laughs> With this uh, this new fad of uh, CrossFit gyms uh, getting rid of their strength element and going to just a wad and skill work mm-hmm. and warm up. So can we define those pieces first before we go any further? All right. So they're saying CrossFit.com, if you follow .com's programming at all, uh, you know, when it started out, that's that's what CrossFit w- was. was. And, and sometimes for those new folks out there, you'll hear them referring to as main site. Yeah, main site. Main site programming is what you hear, yeah. right? And the thing is, there's nothing wrong when you start something that it goes a direction. Mm-hmm. My problem with dot-com stuff is that it's never, in my opinion, it's not evolved. And there's a, there's a consistency out there that some people, some people still do CrossFit.com main mm-hmm. site programming. Mm-hmm. And they'll, 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 pull for like, they'll pull workouts from a month, and that's what they feed their people. Like mm-hmm. They feed them the stuff that's like three or four months old, a month straight of it. Like, it's just weird because they don't do a strength every single day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the workouts may be seven minutes or less. Mm -hmm. So you come into an hour class and you're doing seven minutes of workout with basically skill work and warm-up for the other 53 minutes. Okay. And so today's episode, we're going to call this Main Side or Die. And we're going to talk about the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about the beginning. Um, the, the, the evolution that we saw, and then now this trend that we're seeing, which I wasn't aware of, and the numbers that were in that Facebook group that mm-hmm. you showed me were a huge surprise to me. So going back to the beginning, like Bro just said, you know, in the infancy of CrossFit, you would go to CrossFit.com, and it was a very rudimentary site. Your workout of the day. Yeah, it just had your workout of the day, and it told you the workout, and then people would post, like, their times. Their times. They still do. <clears throat> and... Sometimes they would post a video, mm-hmm. and then if it was like a hero workout or something, they would tell the story behind yep. the hero workout, and there'd be pictures, and it was like, well, I remember one of the cool things was trying to submit pictures into HQ so that way you could get your picture included on the workout yeah, of the day, and I yeah. think you got like 100 bucks or something if they picked your picture or uh. something like that. Never quite worked out. <laughs> Never made it on main site, but for, I started CrossFit 2010-ish, mm-hmm. and I think... All, all the places that I went to in that beginning, that's all they did was follow main site programming. 
And the first time, well, and maybe, maybe you can explain a little bit about main site programming, like where that came from. Well, Greg Glassman, mm-hmm. you know, it's someone, you know, when I, when I push back against this, people are like, well, can you program better in Glassman? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. It's changed. CrossFit's changed. Mm-hmm. But Glassman came up with this. Obviously, I love CrossFit. I love what it stands for. But to me, CrossFit is beyond, you know, what it was in the beginning, in my opinion. And Greg Glassman, he's the founder and CEO of uh, CrossFit, the, or the company. Uh, he's the one that put it all together. He was the original designer programmer for all of, quote, CrossFit workouts. Right. So then we fast forward into the first time I ever encountered the where people were doing a main site workout plus a strength component was probably around 2012, give or take. Right, and we can back up because here's the thing. Main site, they, they don't do a strength every single day. Okay, I'm sorry. Right? Uh, yeah, they let's, don't do let's Mon- explain that. Piece. They don't do it Monday through Friday. They don't do a strength and a Metcon. Sometimes the actual, all they'll do is a strength element. So everything on the main site uh, programming is just one partic- one thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one strength, one wad, one yep. Metcon, and that's it. Let's, so it, let's say it says uh, build to a heavy single, and you have 10 sets of singles, and that's your workout for the day, mm-hmm. right? So walk in this gym. All right, guys, workout today. We're built to a, a heavy single. We have 10 reps to achieve it. Um, all right, so let's go ahead and start this class off. You know, you're talking about maybe 15 minutes of work right there, 20 minutes. To achieve that one So the other, minutes. you know, let's take out the whiteboard time, so take out five, five minutes. So 35 minutes, you're warming up and doing skill work and practicing, getting the PVC pipes out, whatever the hell they do for that entire time, and then you go into that element, and that's all you do for the day. Some days you may walk in. There's no strength element, okay? It's just a Metcon. It could be 21, 15, 9, um, 75, 55-pound thrusters and bar-facing burpees, all right? So you're talking about a, I don't know, five-minute or less workout, maybe four minutes if you're cooking. And um, that's it. So you spend your entire time, you warm up, you do your mobility, you do skill work on thruster, uh, and then you do a five-minute wad in an hour time frame. So that's CrossFit's programming. And that's how it all started out. Mm-hmm. Fast forward a few years, uh, you started to see more organizations and more gyms adding a strength Element. component onto that in addition to the workout. Right. Um, I, I don't know why. Again, I'm not an owner. I'm not a trainer. I don't do any programming. Um, maybe some people saw what you just described where you have an hour-long class, but you're doing you know, maybe 15 minutes of work. So maybe let's add something in there, or maybe someone probably took the approach that you you suggest, you were talking about off the mic. We we're saying like, well, we need to get stronger. Well, if main site was the program three fifteen, two twenty deadlifts, uh, male female, okay, and uh, you haven't deadlifted on a, a dedicated strength program in five months. Mm-hmm. Well, how many people could go prescribed? Okay, well, who knows? I'm not saying that you want. 100% of your gym going prescribed. Actually, the very few people should go, be going prescribed, technically, in my opinion. Um, but um, if we had a 315 deadlift in here in a wad, which we've done multiple times uh, and beyond, we'll have tons of people to do it, you know, male and female, because we run a dedicated strength program. They know that, hey, my one rep max as a male is 450. I can do 315. And Instead of saying, well, I don't know what my one rep max is. We haven't tested it in five months, so I don't know what I can pull. 
back then I could pull 365. So now what? Mm -hmm. Right? So. Now, do you have any other thoughts on why they started adding in this strength component? Yeah, I, I think it's the CrossFit Games really kind of started this big boom, in my opinion. Like, uh, you had regionals and you had CrossFit Games, and you know when all that was going on, like if if there's a three fifteen deadlift, mm -hmm. like we just talked about, and you want to move that quickly, efficiently, with ease, what do you have to do? Got to get stronger. Got to get stronger. That means your deadlift can't be 365. We need that thing over 400, okay? Because at 315, you know, we want that around that 60% of your max, or if it's 90% of your max, like, you're obviously going to be able to move the weight a lot easier if mm -hmm. it's 60%, whether having someone, it's their 90%. So, yeah, you want to – people want to develop strength. So, you know, deadlift, clean, snatch. Uh, front squat, back squat, I mean, all your conventional lifts, some sort of a press, mm -hmm. strict press, push press, bench press. Um, so people started incorporating some of that into their program. So they do a strength, then a Metcon, okay? And that's been prevalent for a very long time, and it's what we do to this day. Now, the like I said, when I, I didn't encounter this till maybe around 2011, 2012, and at first I was like, well, why are we cramming all this stuff in here, you know? Because I was, you know, I was used to the just the main site stuff or whatever programming we were following at the time, doing that, doing some mobility or a skill or whatever, and then roll it on out. Mm -hmm. When we started doing the strength part, again, you know, we're creatures of habit when it comes to CrossFit. So you're now you're throwing something else in here, and I'm like, well, whoa, this isn't normal for me. Why do we have to do this? Exactly but, what your owner wants to hear. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in my mind, I mean, obviously, yeah. I never said that. But in but my still, mind, I'm yeah. like, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. You know, we're getting. I'm getting strong. I'm getting. You know, fit. You know, I'm. I'm cool. Yeah. Why are you add more? Why? Why are you making me work harder? <laughs> Mo's getting strong and fit, but he don't know what his one rep maxes are. <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> so. You know what? I'm so like, strong, but yeah. I don't. What's my one rep max clean? I have no idea. Like it's been like I don't. know. We tested last year. When yeah. was that? Like was it Thanksgiving two years ago? Mm -hmm. Like. That's a bad time to test it because it's going to be false because all that turkey and gravy you've yeah. been eating. But, yeah, it's – so, yeah, he says he was getting stronger and getting more fit. Well, well, how do you know? Mm -hmm. He didn't do anything. Because we weren't right. repeating anything on a routine basis. We were yeah. – I mean, we had, you know, your list of benchmarks, but how often were we doing, like, a heavy single? We, we really weren't. We were just doing whatever the work, workout was. So I didn't really believe in all that stuff until mm -hmm. it came time to – we did our testing week, and I was like, oh, shit, I got stronger. <laughs> who to think <laughs> who, who think that you're going to get stronger when you're on a dedicated program? And here's the thing with, with dot-com stuff. Uh, when I said they would do the 10 singles, uh, you may not do and say that's deadlift, right? Mm -hmm. They may not deadlift for another three or four weeks. They don't deadlift every single week. Mm -hmm. Next week may be uh, strict press. Build to um, six sets of three and build to a heavy triple, right? And then you may not strict press for another six three, weeks. Yeah, another six weeks, yeah. Okay, cool. So what are you doing in between then to develop that, right? And, and then how can you develop it if you don't have a, like a basis? Like, okay, my three rep is this, but, you know, how do I, how do I factor it into a wad? And I think part of my resistance slash confusion is coming from the gym rat background where, when you you would do the same things over and over and you would see like these very incremental gains mm -hmm. so in my mind i was thinking i have to keep doing these same things over and right. over in order to get gains i didn't understand the transferability of different skills you know like how the deadlift is 
going to help your, well, everything, really. I mean, yeah, it's posterior chain. But, like, we were talking about how your overhead squat's going to help your snatch. You know, like, because obviously you can't snatch more than you can overhead squat. Shit. <laughs> I mean, if you do, you, you double chalk that PR line. Like, PR my snatch, PR yeah. my overhead squat. But I never understood how different aspects of strength can complement. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, it, again, there was no chain for me. It was like, okay, well, my, be- my bench is this because I did more bench presses mm-hmm. because I went up 5% every day, okay, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was part of the confusion. So when I did that first testing week, I was like, what the hell happened? No, because I was confused. I was like, were my numbers bad? Like we went back and looked through my notebook, and I was like, "No, they were bad." The, well, bad because I didn't have a basis, but yeah, just the fact that that much there was that much of an improvement over a short period of time. I and mean, it, it, they're false maxes. That's why I get. Yeah. it's funny you say that because that's what happens is you're going off a false max. You know, I just you know I talked because I didn't have one. Didn't have one. Yeah, or if you did, it was old. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I just had someone drop in one of our listeners, um, uh, Latasha. And she came in, and we were talking about this. They just converted to this. Um, they've taken all. They're taking the strength out, and they're doing daily wads, and occasionally they'll do strength. And uh, there's a deadlift that actually came up, and where she, they're like, well, I don't know if I should do the prescribed weight. And they're like, well, what's your one rep max? And well, here's my one rep max. She's like, well, then you should be able to do it. Well, she's like, well, that's a year old. That was six months ago. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, okay. Well, maybe you shouldn't do it. Like. Pick something that's heavy. Like, this is the conversation. Yeah. It's, it's be, when, and, when you have five minutes to get ready to go do this. And this is one person. Yeah. Imagine, like, eight, the, the other 19. eight, eight yeah. or ten people doing this, right? Mm-hmm. They don't know what to do. Or, you know, um, Kara and Chrissy just went and visited another gym um, on a little field trip. And uh, for the workout or for the strength, it was use a moderately heavy weight. Mm-hmm. That was their direction okay well, what is that like i don't know what my moderately heavy weight is like that's not how they're trained they're trained with obviously percentage work but mm-hmm. i don't know what the, shit sometimes moderately heavy could be my 80 percent, depending on how you feel that day right and then another time my moderately heavy could be 65 percent because <laughs> i didn't eat well mm-hmm. my sleep's off slept bad, so right. now i'm gonna do 65 percent. am i getting the stimulus of the workout right i mean i'm gonna do my 65 percent for three reps like, i don't know it's just I hate stuff like that and vague, very vague. And what it does is, in my opinion, it gives you it doesn't give you a really good baseline to branch off of, like transferring your strength into the wads Mm -hmm. and things like that. And it leaves your members like clueless. They like and if there's anything members don't like and that that's they don't like to have to ask questions and they don't like to not feel like they don't know what's going on. Like that's just big like human nature from day one. You know, people. They don't ask questions when they first start CrossFit. You can see, like, they have no idea what you're talking about but they're, on their and they're face. they're looking around, but yeah, they're not going to ask any questions. They don't want to ask questions because they don't, they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to interrupt the class. Interrupt or, or be in, 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 ask a question that they would, someone might think stupid, mm-hmm. not that anybody would say. Or that. they don't want to interfere with the, with yeah, the flow of what's so, going on. Yeah. And it wasn't until that point in my CrossFit life when I got a value for proper documentation. So if you're new to CrossFit, I'm here to tell you right now, write everything down, no matter how minuscule or inconsequential you think it is. I didn't write anything down for, like, the first four years, and I I mean, I can't go back and change it, but my data sets would have been a lot more complete, and I would have been working out at appropriate weights for a longer period of time. So. Right. And it would have been kind of cool to look back at, like, where I started and where I've come. So, you know, those five-pound PRs probably over the course of 10 years is pretty sweet. <laughs> Yeah, 
Hey, don't don't this my mouth. We did a whole episode on that. <laughs> you can't go back on that. No, it's cumulative. Oh, okay. <laughs> Across all lifts. All right. So now fast forward to the conversation we were having a week or so ago where you come across this post mm-hmm. and you kind of went over it a little bit. But um, the part that was alarming to me that bro shared was that was a two to one ratio over that. So the, the post was in a CrossFit affiliate owners only, um, which 99% of stuff that goes in these is junk. Okay. Um, but anyways, uh, first the question was how many of you actually program CrossFit in parentheses, skill development, heavy days, long days, sprints, medium days, and how many programs strength program followed by a Metcon. So when we say the quote CrossFit, that's main site. Mm-hmm. Just main site program. Main site. Main okay. site type. Okay. Meaning they could still do their own programming, mm-hmm. but they may only do uh, one, de- com- one thing. One thing. For lack of a better term. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah, one thing. Like it says skill development, heavy days. Some, some days will be longer than others and do a sprint wad, which I was talking about, the five-minute or less mm-hmm. workout. So for, you know, 45 minutes, you're, you ain't doing anything, but warming up to a, a workout that is sh- – uh, a, a one by ten. Yeah. Or a five-minute wad that's some hurricane workout. I really, and I, I'm like the king of warming up. I don't even have to warm up for a 75-pound thruster. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to get ready for a 21-15-9. Like, mm. I can just do it. Like, mm. but whatever. So the gym that voted, they just did a CrossFit.com style workout was 140 gyms. Mm-hmm. And then the other gyms that do a strength and a Metcon was only 70. So doing two things. Two things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which I found kind of alarming, but... Maybe I don't get out enough. I don't know. But well, I, I talked, I, I busted Mo's balls a little yeah. bit on this. No, this has been a trend I've been watching. Again, I'm not an owner, so you, these are things that you see. I don't know if owners even see it. You know, I, I follow programming. So okay. it's like, you know, I, I see what trends or where trends go so I can make sure our people are getting what they need and stay ahead of the trends as a okay. programmer. But yeah, this I've seen this happen for probably about the last year. It's really started to ramp up again. And a lot of people are, Going back is what they say. Going back, back to, to basics. Back to basics, okay. and like, um, here's what they're here's here's how they're selling their members. They're saying, okay, well, uh, we're going to remove the strength portion daily, okay, so we can focus more on you as an athlete and make sure you move better, mm-hmm. okay. So we're just going to work on that for the first portion, and then the very last part of the class, we'll do whatever is prescribed for that, whether it's the ten sets of one or the that five minute wad. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a cop out. That's my opinion. It is my opinion, but I know what the reality is. They're getting, they're copying out of it. Like they're saying, they're trying to tell me that I can't or our trainers can't uh, properly teach, coach, correct when we're doing a strength and a metcon. Okay, every day. They're telling me that I can't do that because they say, they're saying that's why they're doing it. That so I can give you guys more attention and develop you even more. Well, there's okay. still there's still 20 people mm-hmm. in a class, so you, you can still only regardless spend, if you're working on a skill, yeah, or they're actually doing a strength component. It's the same still re- thing. They still require they, and deserve the equal amount of attention, right? Okay. So I don't. Why did my class double in time now? Right? Did I gain double the amount of time to work with someone so I can spend more time? No, it's the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. And they talk about teaching. We want to teach people how to do this. Well, why wouldn't you do that already? Well, in your on ramp class. They don't. We talked about this. A lot of these people's, you know, athlete or training courses where they're on ramps are junk. Like, get them in, get them out. 
get him in the class. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to deal with him. That's the mentality. Get him in, get him out. I get maybe three sessions, two sessions. Hell, some of them do one session. Like, and then others you got to pay, you know, $350 because you're doing six private one-on-one sessions. You know, like, okay, whatever. It's just, it's just, it's a big ball shit in, all, in my opinion. I just don't agree with it. I think it's a cop-out. I think people are tired of programming or they're tired of, you know, they probably, maybe they messed up. Maybe they suck at training and being trainers and maybe they didn't like emphasize it in the beginning. So now their skill sets are slipping. Well, if that's the case, say that, right? I failed you as a trainer. I failed you as a coach. We did not emphasize this enough. As a gym, we suck at movement. Mm -hmm. So we're taking a step back and learning and teaching you guys how to move proper. And then we can take another step forward. Say that instead of like, well, we're going to be able to spend more time with you and help you develop. Like, say you messed up. Like, own your stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't tell these members who've been doing strength in a, a Metcon for the last two and a half, three, four, five years. Now they're it's being removed. Taking something that I've talked to people, like I just talked to you know Tasha, she doesn't like it. Who she doesn't like it. Now she's not going to get stronger. It's impossible to. And this was another part of the conversation that we had earlier. Is that. I think you're going to have a difficult time convincing people that have been crossfitting for longer than two years that this is better for them. Only because, again, the whole creature habit thing, if I'm used to doing a strength and a, and a workout, and I've been seeing the results of that over the course of three years, mm-hmm. and now we're de-emphasizing that and going to skill and wad only, it's not going to take a really long time for that person to fall off. Witness the lack of sustainment when it's it impossible. comes to strength. If we don't do that, that, that's just saying if you only do that, you're, yeah. you're not doing any extra work on the side. If you only Here, here's my that. argument: if if I want to program, uh, we'll just start uh, like relatively. 185, 130 pound power cleans across the board in the in this gym for whatever reason. That's our, that's what it is, and I don't do anything to develop their Olympic lifting. Whether it's working off the blocks, doing percentage work, based off of a one rep max, you know, teaching them. You know, if I don't develop that strength, okay, and that technique, well, how can I program 185 pounds, okay, or I'm that gonna- or that movement. Or that movement. Mm-hmm. I could, but I'm going to have to take it way back because people are going to get injured, you know? And that's the thing. Like, okay, well, uh, he wants to have a 225-pound power or full clean, but his front squat's 215. Well, guess what? You ain't going to freaking full clean it, mm-hmm. right? You're just not going to because you're not doing a front squat strength. Why do we do front squat? Thrusters, uh, full cleans, quad development, core development. Like, I mean, it's just – it's. It goes beyond, like you said, there's many more outlets than what a front squat isn't just. Mm. Um, it's not only augmenting the front squat. Or the full clean. It's, mm. it's you know, learning to brace. It's developing core strength, flexibility, mobility, like stability. It's Confidence. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah. dude. And that's another thing. Like, you're taking something away that people can get excited about. And, like, some of my biggest memories are when women put, like, 55 or 65 pounds above their head for mm-hmm. the first time. Because they're like, holy crap. Like, this is, it, to them, it's the biggest deal. And I'm, I'm, I'm right there with them. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm like, 
dude, you're going to be like strict pressing that mm-hmm. <laughs> like 15 or 20 times very soon. But, you know, based off conversations I've had with those newer athletes, that's not, it's not something they didn't think they couldn't do. It's just something they've never tried, ha- have never been placed in front of them to attempt. Yeah. So when they do it, it's like, whoa. Oh well, yeah, God, I can't huge, get the know? dog food out of the, out of the trunk. trunk. Well, bullshit. I just watched you pull 200 <laughs> pounds off the floor. Yeah. What kind of dog food do you use? Like, <laughs> what are you feeding them? What do you feed, yeah. Right. But no, I think that's that's the other element is how can I program my workouts and make them make my athletes stronger, okay, without doing that movement like snatch or clean or mm-hmm. developing your squat or developing your glutes, your hamstring development, posture chain. Like, how can I do that if I'm not doing that? in my opinion, daily. Like, we, we do strengths Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. We have a strength element Monday through Friday. Hell, even on our Saturday community workouts, we'll max out some. Like, we'll max out two times a month in our community workouts, some sort of complex or whatever. Just because mm-hmm. it's it's fun. You got your boys around you, and, like, everybody's cheering. It's hyped up on a Saturday. It's fun yeah. to max out And usually, days. in my experience, on those Saturday workouts, you tend to have everybody's there because most uh, facilities will have a morning class and an evening class and – Depending on how many evening classes you have, like the four o'clock people might not ever, might not ever see the six o'clock people. Right. But you see them on Facebook or whatever. So then, that, you know, those weekends gives an opportunity mm-hmm. for everybody to see everybody. If, or if someone had to switch classes or whatever. So add that factor into it, you know, and then you got them yelling at you. You know, <laughs> it sounds like a pretty good time. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, it's always fun to max out when when everybody's all high. Everybody up. likes to max out. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can I max out every day <laughs> without getting hurt? But yeah. I think we'll have different categories of athletes in here where some of them are going to come in to these facilities, brand new, new age to CrossFit, and they're not going to know any different. Nope. You know, that's just one whole avenue of people that just will at some point, I'm sure, hear about it or discover, or they say, well, how can I get stronger? How come my cousin over here in, in Florida, you know, is doing the same thing as me? Well, how come they do strength and we, all, we don't do strength? Then that conversation happens. Uh, it's pretty brief. It's like, well, they're dumb. <laughs> I'm it's, just, it's, but that's my opinion. I'm, it's that cut and dry for me. It's just, it's, it's stupid. I, I believe this whole, that poll I, is mind blowing. It's, I mean, I knew how people were going to. I just, it's not th- that they're going to it. It's just how they're trying to sell it. Like, don't sell it to these. They're not naive. They, you're getting rid of it because you can't manage class. You and, can't manage your athletes. And the flip side of that, because if it's going to like a two to one ratio, that leads me to believe that a certain, um, demographic of crossfit athletes doesn't mind that or they just now found out or they just or that too yeah imagine walking in tomorrow's monday uh for us they walk in and all of a sudden like where's our cleaning jerk yeah where's our strength oh hey guys i just want to so we'll let you know mm-hmm. that's gone. We're not. We'll, we might do it once every six weeks or maybe eight weeks. Hell, we may never ever limp, uh, Olympic lift again because you know they didn't program it in dot com stuff. You know, Olympic lifting wasn't prevalent. Like, so yeah, it's like we may never do it again. Well, why? I don't know. I, it's just a trend. Let's just go with it. I want. I want to have more time to spend with you, and I don't know, warm you up even more because. We do a dedicated warm-up. We do mobility involved with that. We have a strength element. We do a Metcon. We have whiteboard time, you know, and it's we run it to the minute. And that's just because I'm not paying for a 15-minute in-the-class cool-down. That's what I would. If I'm a consumer, there's no way I'd go to a gym, and every day, the last 15 or 20 minutes, I'm doing a cool-down with the class. 
and we used to do that like when I first started and we only did that and I valued that and when that part went away I was kind of irritated because I'm I'm stiff as mm-hmm. shit so I need that mobility but when I if you ask me which would I value more now the strength or the cool down part uh, definitely the strength because I can cool down on my own I can do the mobility on my own after class right and someone says well what can I do for cool down do what our warm-up was it's mm-hmm. it's we're hitting the same muscle groups. Like I'm just getting you get, get on the bike for, for 10 minutes. I'm just saying, yeah. whatever, you know, like, you know, it's just, to me, it's just how you present it and how you sell it. And then, and like, I'm not in the, I'm not in the business of selling. I will never sell CrossFit. It's you walk in, this is what we have. It's up to you to make the decision. I'm not going to sit here and be like, Oh, that gym down the road, they do strength. You don't want to go there. Like who, you know, you mm-hmm. don't want to get stronger. Like who, who wants to be able to pick up something that's relatively heavy? Have we come to the point in CrossFit where we're going to start talking trash about other CrossFit gyms? Because <laughs> you know how people were talking trash about CrossFit in the beginning? Oh, it's dangerous. It's unsafe. You know, are we going to get to the point now where it's Mo, like, it's oh, been, oh, well, they do, do strength, man. You might not want to go there. I think they do that already. <laughs> no, that's been that's been that's been going on since we I started this gym. <laughs> like, you know, okay. that's just yeah. But I'm saying as, as as far as the prevalence of like, you know, just outwardly bashing. You yeah. know, me and you've talked a lot. Like, yeah. what do you want? Mm-hmm. If if you're at a gym that, and they don't like to compete and you want to take it that level, there's certain gyms where we like to do that, but that's not what we sell ourselves or that's not what we solely focus on. Our workouts are challenging and we do strength every single day. My goal is not to make the best competitors in the world. My be- my goal is to make the best pe- or my goal is to make each person better every single day, no matter their skill set, no matter day one out of the training course or year five that's been with us is to get them better every single day. That's my goal. My goal is not to say, oh, we're so hardcore. We're going to make everybody super competitors. Well, guess what? You know, about 70%, 67% of our people don't want to compete. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I wanted to be a super competitor. Oh, I thought you were going to say you didn't want to compete. <laughs> oh, I mean, you were here because you didn't have a place to go. Wow. <laughs> not true. I'm just kidding. So... You know, maybe there are a certain demographic of people that inj- that that want that. Mm-hmm. Um, if given the choice, like I would rather have both, just because that's what I'm used to and I've seen the results. And then, lastly, are there going to people are going to be the athletes that want or in value that strength and workout component, and then they're going to choose to find someplace else that does offer that. I've never had <laughs> anybody leave our gym first off to go to another gym, or because we run a strength element. Ever. No one signs up like... Yeah, I don't well, think I've ever heard anybody tell me they left the gym because they did strength. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, But what I have heard, people leave a gym when they get rid of their strength. Mm. I have heard that. And I've heard that from numerous people, people I'm close with, people across the internet. I mean, I've, I've talked to people a lot. Off the top of your head, can you kind of like think about how far back this is going? Because like I said... Like I said, I, the, I, la- the last year has been... Really More kind prevalent. of, yeah, okay. you know, it's just getting to this, like, getting to these bigger cities and, and CrossFit starting to feel a little bit of pressure from Orange Theory, Soul Cycle, all this other crap. Oh. And the Orange Theory, just kind of, they just released this, like, commercial. And uh, it's just, they're trying to make it all-inclusive, acting like CrossFit isn't, and that um, when you're, not everybody wants to do a barbell snatch. That's why the CrossFit light 
program came about where they don't even use a barbell. Mm -hmm. Like that's what people are calling. It's it's a freaking boot camp without lifting. Mm -hmm. It's just it's it was another revenue revenue stream for gyms. They're trying to get these people who do boot camp. Like and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, the last year it's just really picked up a lot of steam. And I think these bigger markets are trying to do this and saying, oh, I don't care about the competitive person. You know, I I just want to get more people in here that want to do fitness. Well, from my experience, I find people like that just go on a whim and just try CrossFit. They they tend not to last forever. Like, but it's kind of hard to explain. People who they come in with some sort of like some sporting background or some sort of like mindset of like where it's taken a lot of dedication. Those are the people who really stick to CrossFit because CrossFit mentally challenges you. Mm -hmm. People would just kind of come in and I don't know. From the, I, I remember we've had this discussion before on the show, but you said like for guys, it's someone who is some sort of athlete in college or high school, misses the competitive aspect of, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to lace them up and go on the, on, go on the field anymore, but they can come in here and they can compete with themselves. Early thirties, slightly overweight through school. Like that's, that's one. Then you got your younger guys that are, you know, closer to that college age. But the diversity is one thing. It's, I think it's more the mindset. Like, mm -hmm. people I see that stick with it aren't the ones that come in and be like, oh, I love it. I can't wait to do it. You know, the ones that really kind of, it's like they're trying to talk themselves into doing it. Mm -hmm. The people who actually have stayed with us forever are the ones that are just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> 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 Not quite sure. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely interesting, but I can't see my ass doing that. And, mm -hmm. like, and that's when you have to say, well, I'm not going to let your ass do that quite yet, mm -hmm. you know, but don't I, worry. We yeah. got a plan, but yeah. it's almost like people have to kind of hype themselves up that like, Oh, I'm so excited about the CrossFit. It's like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like those are the people who are kind of like, they, they end up quitting a month later. Cause they burn themselves out. No, they, I just, cause, cause they're not making it's the like games they're, in a week. They're just trying, yeah, they're just trying <laughs> to hype themselves up to, they want to like it. Okay. But we already know, like we've this, talked CrossFit yeah. is for everybody. It's, but it's not for everybody. It takes a mindset mm -hmm. of, like, you have to be humble. You have to be willing to fail. You have to be willing to work. You have to be willing to be in an uncomfortable place, okay? You have to be willing to work out with a group setting, okay? Uh, you got to be used to, like, not stepping on the piss pile and, you know, hearing the girls scream and, mm -hmm. you know, just, like, loud music. Like, there's a lot that goes into this. Like, you may, you may not, like, that's why we started doing, like, we don't just sign anybody up. Like, you got to come and try out our classes, mm -hmm. and this is why. Because we found people who were hyping themselves up and like, oh, I really want to like it. I want to like it, but you don't like it. They don't like to be uncomfortable, and they don't like. And it's not our program. I mean, CrossFit across the board will make you uncomfortable. Any CrossFit gym you go to will make you uncomfortable. Yeah, some phys shape physically, or form. mentally, yeah. not like. Well, it shouldn't make you uncomfortable when you no, walk like, in. Not like, like high pressure sales tactics. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> like what Jenna does when people walk in for the first time. <laughs> the buckle challenge. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Okay. No, I get it. Because yeah. I, I can't tell you're sick, and I'm like, I can't read you very well. It's like throwing, <laughs> throwing my game off. And Jenna's like directly behind you. I feel like I'm in the freaking stepbrothers when they're interviewing. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the chokey a little bit. <clears throat> what? I feel like I'm in the chokey. What's that? Like Matilda when she's like in that closet. I feel like I'm in trouble. <laughs> she's on timeout. <laughs> Why? Because you're in the corner? Yeah. We need you a little booth. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. You don't get no booth. You just got a promotion. Everyone likes me better already. I think it's, I think it's like because it's not relevant. 
to us because that's what we already have, but I think it is other people that don't have it. I forgot to tell you about this, but this girl messaged me. Uh, Hold on. She's getting her own freaking no, DMs now? It was, from, it was from a while ago. She but, probably has like <coughs> Jenna Fisher and the One More Rep podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You got your own Instagram channel? Jay, Jay Fish and the boys. Um, Jay Fish and two bitches. What is I forget how it got brought up. Anyway, she was just talking about how she does like a 10 minute AMRAP and then she's done. And she's like, I don't want to compare myself to other people, but there's like a girl at another gym close by and she does like, she's been doing CrossFit for four years and she cleans 190 and I can barely snatch 70 pounds and I've been doing it for three years. Yeah. And those conversations are going to happen. Yeah. They've been happening. Like I hear them. Well, again, I'm, this is all new information to me, so... Newsflash, Mo. If you want to snatch more than seventy pounds after three years, you, you have to do strength. Or four me, me being who I am now, I would sit back initially and be like, "Okay, maybe we're doing a deload or something." Okay, let me see what happens next week. And then what happens again the following week? I'll be like, "Did something change? Um, what's going on? Did we I used to do? Did I miss the email? Yeah. Did I miss something? Did you know why are we? Why have we gone away from our core tenets of what I've been involved with for?" For X number of years, what's going on? This week's call to action, go back to one of our previous episodes and tag one of your friends who you think would benefit from any of the information that was contained in that particular app. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm Mo and I'm out. Bye. Bye. Mo? Oh, I said I'm out. Oh, bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rip Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at One More Rip Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. Walmart bans woman who rode cart while drinking wine from a Pringles can. Hell yeah. She's just living her best life. <laughs> I don't blame her. Can I start now? You can start whenever you want. Welcome to the One More Rep Cod. That Cod passed. (laughs) Mo has not been drinking. (laughs) No, I have not. Was there anything in there that was good? Well, yeah, because I think by giving the history, I think that's important because people don't know. Yeah. And and, and for me, like when we talk about stuff like this, it's really important for me to explain to people the history behind it, because I, I know you're a history guy, and a lot of times when you just walk in and someone says, "Oh, this is what it, this is it. This is all the shit you need to know. Don't look over here," you know, and then you call you up your cousin. You're like, "What do you mean you do a strength every day?" <laughs> do we need to do a call action? No, I'm gonna just gonna I'm gonna let her go, and then oh. we'll do the call to action. <laughs> oh, you're gonna use that? I was just dicking around. <laughs>